You are now listening to episode two of season two of the Motivated Mermaid podcast. I am so excited to get into this week with you all. Let's go. All right, so we are back with episode two of season two of the Motivated Mermaid podcast. And we got some dope people, y'all. Like, it took some some scheduling. We got this together, though. We're here. Um, so, if everybody could introduce themselves. Um, I'm B. What's up, y'all? I'm Tyree. This is Joe. Once again, what's happening? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and she's being very modest, but B also has her own jewelry line. And I have shouted her out before, so y'all finally hear the voice behind the creations. So I'll have her shout that out just one more time at the end. All right. All right, all right. Share it up. Okay, so this episode, we are talking about love. Because we love love around here. Yay! (laughs) Love. (laughs) And love can really um, open a lot of eyes to things that are good and bad, depending on if it's toxic or if it's healthy um depending on the relationships that you learn and grow from regardless you're going to learn something that you love or hate about love so um just if you followed me on instagram i did a poll a while back about some questions on love so we're going to share those and i want to just talk through them you ready uh-huh. let's do this all right so the first question was is knowing your love language important 95% said very much so, and 5% said no, not really. Who wants mm. the, the thoughts on that one, y'all? Look, I think love language actually is huge. Knowing your love language because you know how you're actually uh, receiving someone's compassion towards you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if it's not being... If it's not being delivered that way, then it can oftentimes feel like they're hitting some type of wall uh, within yourself. Like, you feel as though, like, there's a wall being hit because you're not experiencing that love because it's not through that gate, so to speak. So, I think it's huge. Mm-hmm. I'd also say it's really telling. I mean, I think the key, we hear it all the time, is you need to understand yourself. You need to, like... Know about yourself before you can expect anybody else to give anything to you. If I don't know that um, words of affirmation is how I receive being loved, like he said, then someone could do, for example, acts of service. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, they're doing stuff for me, but I still, you know, I may not even understand why I'm not feeling love. So I think it's a critical thing um, for us in our relationship. It really helped, like, understanding what the love languages were. I think if we didn't take that step, uh, yeah, we would be just... Be a lot of gaps. A lot of gaps. Yeah, I can most definitely uh, agree with both of y'all. I'll say when I was younger... I didn't, it didn't matter about my love language. I was just in the, the, the motion. I was just young, just, you know. But as I get older, um, especially married now, it is very, very important to uh, know my love language um, and vice versa. I think it's, uh, I think it's best that, that we uh, know what our love language is. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, for those that don't know what the love languages are, because I definitely just thought about that, there are five love languages. I'm going to read what I found offline. So the first one, it's words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Each one is important and expresses love in its own way. Learning your partners and your own primary love language will help create a stronger bond in your relationship. So what Joe and I did when we wanted to learn more about our love language is took the five love language quiz. And you can do that. Um, I just want to make sure I give you the right website at www.5thelovelanguages.com. And it'll walk you through, it'll ask you if you're single, if you're a couple, um, if you're a teenager. It does have a different few different variations of the quiz. So definitely check that out and see what your love language is. Oh, yeah. That is also not sponsored. They should sponsor me though. <laughs> <laughs> she getting paid. <laughs> All right, so which leads us into that next question. Is it important to know your significant other's love language in that? So 95% said of course, and 5% said no, I can go without. And you will go single. <laughs> yeah, you must be single. Uh, so what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think, so something I learned recently is in terms of knowing your partner's love language is, we talked about earlier how knowing your own love language. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you give love in the way that you want to be loved which is not correct wow. in terms of your partner so I'm a huge uh, we took the test I'm a huge words of affirmation acts of service and he's like really big on physical touch and um, acts of service and yeah um, and so for me let's say if words of affirmation is my primary love language mm -hmm. I would give words to him assuming that he's he feels the way about it like man I'm just giving him all these words little cards <laughs> And he could care less about that stuff. Right. Now, I know, I know, or think he cares, I don't know. But um, <laughs> because that may not be the way that he receives love, it may just kind of like go under the radar. So mm -hmm. I think it's critical to understand how does my partner want to be loved. And you know what I do when she gives me those words of affirmation? I go and I feel a butt. I go and hold her Aww. because physical touch is True. mine. I'm like, I know she's feeling this energy. But <laughs> sometimes she don't even care about it. She's like, oh, you can get off me now. Like, <laughs> it's like, huh, so interesting. <laughs> because I'm like, dang, this is like my whole love gate is wide open just pouring into you. But I imagine she would feel the same way when she's giving me words of affirmation. And I'm not pouring that back into her yeah. in the same way. So I got to remember that constantly, uh, what she said, so. Yeah, um, I think it's very important because when we first started dating, I was just doing what I, I thought was, you know, like the norm of like, oh, getting her stuff or like saying that she's beautiful, but she's a, a um, uh, what was the? Acts of service. Acts of service. So she likes flowers and stuff like that. And I had to like learn that over time because like I was like, you're so beautiful. And like, <laughs> you okay, know, I'm, I'm, know. A, I'm a physical touch guy and words of affirmation. So, uh, and acts of service. So yeah. I'm like, acts of service get my time. Yeah, gotcha. like, yeah. I'm thinking, okay, quality like, as long as I'm, you know, doing things and you know making sure she's okay and stuff like that all right i'm cool but nah i was just like sometimes i want flowers and boom 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 so i'm like oh okay 
now I got it. Yeah, like, so every now and then, I was like, shit, I just brought you some flowers just to, you know, say I was thinking about you. You know, nothing says I love you like changing her oil. I tell you, that. <laughs> you don't even do that. No, 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 don't even go there. You don't. You know yep. what I mean? Don't I'm fool about to be I'm about to don't fool the people about speaking like you're doing it. <laughs> Look, it's once every Is he taking it somewhere? Miles. Is he taking it Girl, somewhere? he take it nowhere. That's oh, where he take oh, it. Oh, man, <laughs> Look, it's, to, it's once every 3,000 miles. The 3,000 just came. So oh, okay, it's okay. Time. So it's time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, you know, we got to get this time. But she's brought it up. So <laughs> I know her water. <laughs> oh, oh, she brought it up. So it's like, okay, I know. Like, I got you. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, but I feel like that's a conversation just every couple should have. Married, dating... Just, just getting into yourself. it because yeah. the earlier that you know the better you can love on that person mm-hmm. so I mean yeah just like Joe said Joe does tell me a lot like oh you're so pretty you're so beautiful I'm like thanks it's not like I don't appreciate it it's like eh. yeah cause I used to feel some type of way I'm just like yeah. he's like what is wrong with you and I'm like I appreciate it like it's not going to be the response of how I feel love cause it's just like you got what I'm saying but that is how he expressed love at the time. That's and I important. had to let him know, like, I think one day we were just sitting there. And quality time and acts of service are so big for me. So if I feel like that time is not being put in, I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. So you can get me stuff. But if I'm not a gifts person, it was just like, it's, it's kind of empty. empty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of empty. So I remember just sitting there one day and I was like, I think we had just, he just got home. And Joe asked, so keep in mind, quality time was like far and in between when he was gone for months at yeah. a time in different states and countries and things like that. So I was just like, we were laying there one day and for months I had been saying like, oh, these flowers are really pretty. <laughs> these are so nice. You like these? He's like, yeah, those are nice. And we walked past them like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Note it. Okay. So one day oh, you're saying like, while you're out. Yes, like just giving hints. So when you're out or whatever, you're like, dang, she said something about these flowers the other day. I wonder if she liked them. Mm-hmm. Just no. See? <laughs> so I have a question for the men in the room. See? Because. <laughs> She's trying to play me right now. <laughs> so, and I have done this, like trying to drop hints and yeah. stuff. But what do you do when the hints just, like. With him, I got to literally say, I want flowers. Like, if I ain't saying yes. that, he ain't, he, he ain't. So that's what it, it like led the, to. I, I think it was like the third. When have you bought me Wednesday flowers? Like a month ago. For Valentine's Day. Not that's Wednesday. Like, I said Wednesday time. flowers, not Valentine's Day. We were sitting there, and I had said it so much. That I was just like, why don't you ever buy me flowers? That's, like that's, yeah. that's all I. I just want flowers. He's like, I just got you. I don't want that. I just, I just want flowers. I don't know. I've been yeah. telling you. I've been telling. I think, I think what really hit me it was like a year ago, last year, or uh, two years ago, and I was trying to do something for for Valentine's Day, and I was just trying to get all this stuff. And she's just like, sometimes I just want flowers, and I was just like. Okay, got you. <laughs> oh, I got you. Simple. You know, she's just like that. You know, all the other stuff is like, you know, I care less about. But she's the type of person she don't ask for a lot. So I'm like, 
you know, a person who won't ask, ask for a lot gets the word from me. Like, it's just like, man, you can have whatever you want. Like, so that's what I was thinking. I was just like, shoot, she don't ask too much. Mm. You know, let me, you know, surprise her, just give all everything and boom, you know, happy Valentine's Day. I love you. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, flowers would be just perfectly fine. And I was just like, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> all right. So every, you know, every blue moon, I'm like, it go, you know. Hey, there you go. You know. That's real. Yeah. I, I'm the same. You got to t- spell it out. If you had a whiteboard, write it out for me. Like, don't have me trying to understand what you're saying without you just seeing it. That I just. But then I, that takes some mystery out of it. It's just one right. surprise. It's mystery. It, it's, no, but you heard what Joe said. But like, I, like I had to explain to her too, cause it was like my mind be racing so much. Like mm-hmm. I be thinking about a whole bunch. So it's just like one of the things I don't like blankly just not pay attention to what she she wants or what she had to say. It was just like. You know, oh yeah, those are nice. And just was like trying to on a mission to do whatever we had to go that's do. True. So it was like it wasn't like anything that just registered with me at that moment. And that's what like I'm just getting better with. Like when she like, hey, let's just be in the moment. And like now I'm trying to get to that point where I'm just like in the moment, and you know everything else can just wait for a little bit. So yeah, that's real. That's good. Mouthpiece. <laughs> there you go. That's real. I think that's that's our answer. It's yeah. just something, but it's like, I don't know, over time also, I guess learn it, and that's why the love language is so important, because if you know your partner, even if that one downtime that you have, you're like, you know what, this is probably a good moment to just buy flowers and bring them home, and then that way it already had left her mind, she's like, okay, you know, I, I just, I'm just going to have to tell him, and you bring it home, and you're like, oh. Girl, I buy my own flowers now because that clearly ain't happening. Buy your flowers. What are you saying? I bought you flowers two months ago. After today, after today, it's a a mental note. Remember those? Just because Wednesday flowers, you even posted about it. You see? That's the thing. (laughs) It it happens. Well, when was it? It was like two months ago. If it wasn't a month, (laughs) if it wasn't a month, it was two. So you bought them home just to look at your look at your IG, look at your IG. Look at her archives. Yeah, look at your archives. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but 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 I think this is the thing though. You heard he just said, if you're not telling me, but as a woman, I don't want to have to tell you everything. I want to. Yeah, I don't want to have to like tell you everything. Like you don't tell me all the time that you want lunch or something like that but because I'm like down I'm like oh let me take him lunch at, while he's at work so it's not about you having to read my mind and understand that it's just about like slowing down I think Ari said it or Joe said it like slowing down sometimes and just like yeah being in the moment that's what yeah. I'm saying I think women we think differently because I have that same <laughs> conversation with Joe sometimes where he's just like what do you need done? Like, can you just do something that you see needs to be done? And he's like, I just want to make sure I'm helping. But if you just do it, it is helping. So it is a frustrating because I feel like as women we think like, okay, this needs to be done, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. So we're gonna do this, and the men are like, hey, what needs to be what done? To and be we're done. looking at the stuff, and you're like, for real, <laughs> this, this it. 
I know for me, but sometimes for me, it's just like, okay, like, just point me in, like, a direction. Because it's like, yeah, I see a bunch of chaos, but it's like, but if you just point me to one direction to where, like, sometimes I don't want to be, like, stepping on her toes or, like, in her way. So it's just like, well, just point me to a direction you feel like, hey, if we can get whatever done far away from you, whatever you got going on, and then we meet in the middle somewhere, I'm cool. You know, sometimes I'll just be, like, moving and doing stuff. She's like, no, don't touch that, though. Uh, like, don't, don't, like, and I'm just like, well, what you want me to do? Like, like, where you in want me to go? I don't want to tell you. I can you. say, yeah, no, in those scenarios, okay. But, like, in scenarios where, and that's why I say it's just a lot, and that's why it's important to know your partner and know their yeah. love language, just mm-hmm. because if your partner feels like they're taking on a lot, and then you're that tipping point that asks, what can I do? And you're like, bro, bro, something, please, please, <laughs> something. And then that's when, you know, you have mental breakdowns. Or you just cry randomly and the yeah. guy's just sitting there yeah, like, I'm just, okay, what? like, what did I do? And you can't really explain it. So it really is like that question can be a trigger point for some women because you have to think like, that is showing that they're not getting as much help as they would like in aspects of areas. And it's just like when, because I I watched a video on it and the woman said she felt like when her husband asked that question that he really didn't know what was going on in the household. But they had kids Uh too. So you think about it, think about him being gone. Y'all both been at work all day and you're just doing stuff around the house you know needs to be done. But you come home and you're like, hey, what needs to be done? Then that makes it feel like you don't know what's going on from day to day. So now I have to sit down and rerun to you. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be my, my play partner, not another player on the team. Like when we're coaching our children. You're yeah. supposed to be my my partner as a coach. But I feel like, you know, and, I, and that's right. But wouldn't yeah. that be a, a communication thing as well in a sense of like yeah. – um, hey, this is what's been going on while you've been at work. And it's like more of a mm-hmm. communication thing. So then when it's time for him him to come home or he got the day off and trying to get stuff to go, you know, together, he yeah. knows like, okay, boom, 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 boom needs to get done. Yeah. And it's not a thing of him waking up and just like, okay, what's need to be done? It, you right. know, it's a game plan. Yeah, yeah. like it's pretty much like a game plan type of thing. So, I, I mean, I get it. I understand I what you're saying, sides. but That's it's good. just like, you yeah. know, I, I and the only reason why I'm saying it is because I feel like our communication has gotten a lot better. So we talk right. about like everything, and you know, um, I, same with y'all. So it's like uh, it would make sense, you know. Yeah. Especially if we talk about it, like, all right, you know, tomorrow we got such and such that needs to get done. True. Okay, cool. So it's not like I'm like in the blind and like now nah, I'm like, what what needs to get done, or what would I need to do? How how can I be in place for it? <laughs> so yeah. So I guess that's. That's yeah. I really like that question because that makes it so important. If you don't know your love language and you don't, that means you're missing a part of you and your partner. Mm-hmm. So communication may not happen in the way that it needs to, um, and vice versa. Let me ask this mm-hmm. um, to you, you both, you ladies. Yeah. How do you all communicate that I feel like I have too much on me? Like how do you how does that come off? How do you communicate that to your partner? You be to me, <laughs> and you are it to Jeff. You wanna go first? Um, 
with my words. I mean, sometimes I'm literally like, I just feel like, I think with me, I'm a big energy person. People yeah. can tell, you know, you usually can tell if I'm up or if I'm not um, because I'm super in tune with my emotions. So I think like in our household, he'll ask, how's your week been going? Or I'll just feel like I this week, I feel depressed, to be honest, mm-hmm. like, or I feel this. And so... It may not always be like, I need help with this, 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 and this. But if you ask that question and I tell you I'm feeling a way, I think that that would be an indicator to be like, she is, there's an overload here. So let me figure out. (coughs) That's what that means. Like she's mentally, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, you know, transparency. We went to, we had date night the other night and I was just telling him like, just the stuff that was going on in the week and I felt like, like I had emotionally been dealing with a lot, so that's that's an indicator of like, there's, yeah, I'm stretched yeah. thin. But when I asked you to tell me, when I asked you in date night, what's going on, you was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't. So it is a lot to release in that moment too, though, because I, I get. The same and I, I think it's one of the things as well because it's date night and it's supposed to be. Um, one of those times where it's just like we're just loving on each other at that moment it's just like she don't want to pour that on you because then that night it'd be kind of like eh I think it could be that or just in our relationship I think it's just sometimes there's spaces where you just don't want to it's so much that like you said she just don't want to release Mm -hmm. it's hard to release so I don't know if that's true or not but Especially if you're in tune with your emotions. Like, what I have to say to Joe sometimes, like, I just don't want to talk about it right now because if I'm in tune with my emotions and we're out and I release you, I'm probably going to cry if it warrants that. So if we're having a beautiful date night and my makeup's done, and then you're like, what's wrong? And then you're like, no, go ahead and tell me. And I was like, ah! (laughs) That's real. I'm a crier. I will will definitely... Just, it, and it will start coming I, from that's eyes. And I know for me, like, sometimes, like, I take on what she feels as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, now it's a mental fight with me. And now the day is definitely ruined because now I'm just sitting there eating and How stuff. And I'm help? like, <laughs> and yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> she's like, and now she's asking me what's wrong. And then I'm like, you know, uh, this is what you're going through, and I'm just trying to figure out how can I. That's so real. So and now it's just emotions back and forth. So it's just like, I'd rather her, like, We've got to a point where she's just like, I don't want to talk about it right now because for the longest she used to say nothing. She'd be like, nothing's wrong. And that used to be a pet peeve of mine. Like, oh is. my God. It I'm is. just like, yo, I'd rather you tell me you don't want to talk about it. You need space. Something. Just don't tell me it's nothing when it is. Because I'm an energy person too. Yeah, like, I could honestly feel this dark cloud just like right here. Like, Letting me yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, because right. it's just like, shoot, especially when we laying down, I'm trying to cuddle. She, I'm just like, uh, I, and then now I'm mad, and now I'm up playing the game or something. I'm just like, you know, bumping. And now I'm mad because you're like, what's it doing? Yeah, and now she's mad. And, the back and forth. Back and so forth. what have y'all done to deal with that, to cope with that, to get better? Um, Just in general, like, speaking in the moment, if it's not super emotional, then we can speak in the moment. Like, if I'm working and these people are stressing me out, I'm like, let me tell you about this client I just had because yeah. uh, they got me messed up. And then I'll be like, you know, I'm about to quit. No, I'm not. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like, honestly, like, if it's not, 
too too crazy yeah we're able to like just talk about it right then and there and laugh about it or whatnot but if it's something like that's very like high and she's just like i don't want to talk about it right now um i'm like okay you know we, we can wait and then we'll talk about it later on but um yeah it is definitely has gotten better over the time because like i said for the longest it used to be nothing and um it just it was just a, a fight because mm-hmm. then it's just like well shoot we just sitting in silence and like my day could have been you know like i want to tell you about my day and it's like now we're not talking and, and stuff like that and it's just like mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's where you know even with like other relationships and stuff like that where infidelity and stuff happens where it's just like a lot there's no communication you know that person is going through something and instead of trying to seek to understand what's going on or um understand like hey your partner's just going through something and maybe you just need to give them some space and you know it's just like that person gets emotional and do something they're not supposed to do and looking for attention from somebody else so yeah so that and then what we have to learn with each other especially with our association once we got around people um i think the first time that we were really around y'all for a full weekend that (laughs) and we got married after that was crazy so a lot can change in six months okay um but we had went to you know our event Uh and everybody kept saying you know with the girls and boys separated oh i can't wait to see my person Everybody was just so loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw him, he would go off, and just and I just be like, I haven't seen you in a whole day. Like what the mm-hmm. heck? So when we were on our way home, he just kept saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to record with the guys," and I was like, "Is he serious? Oh, he dead serious." And I have my own apartment at the time. I was like, "Oh okay." So that's real. <laughs> I think y'all asked like, "Hey," on that last day, that was my straw. When y'all asked again, like, "Oh, what are y'all doing today?" And he was like, "Oh, my." My boys are waiting at the house for me. And I was I like... I remember this. I said, well, maybe we'll spend time. And he was like, oh, yeah, and we'll spend time. And I was just yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. You got me bent. Okay. Man, and that hey, was, that was the day when Kobe passed. Yeah, oh, it, was it, was a, it was a lot of... Yeah, I remember, I remember yeah, that day. So yeah. it was just like, man, I remember it so, like... Because I'm at the house. No, so, wait. So we got okay. in our car. Because remember, we left mm-hmm. and got in our car. And I was just like, all right, I'm about to go home. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm about to go home. Because I just didn't want to talk about it. I was emotional. Kobe had just died. My heart hurt for all the families that had just died in that tragic accident. And I was just like, I've learned so much about relationships and energy and things this weekend. And just seeing people. And I remember, like, in that moment how I felt. That's why love languages are so important. That's when we really start getting into, okay, well, what, how do you perceive love? Yeah. And I remember before we left that event in the car, y'all asked, like, y'all don't take no picture? And I was like, I'm not really. I mean, they was like, no, take a picture. It's your first, it's your first one. Take a picture. Uh, and I was over there like. That's about right. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but when I got home. I think I wrote him the longest text message I've ever written in my life. Yeah. And basically saying, like, we have been together for so long, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm so glad that we are going through this energy shift together and things like that. But I think we need to break up. What? Right. I was like, I feel unloved. I feel like I'm not being listened to. I said, 
I literally, I watched all these beautiful couples all weekend, mm. spoke, had ladies time. I said, everybody was so excited to see their partner. And I said, the first thing you said was, I can't wait to see my boys. And I was like, so I left today so you can stay with your boys. And I said, and I think we just need time apart. And he called me with the fastest, quickest Man. in his life. So, it, like, because I read the message and, like, I was with the fellas. <laughs> and it was already, like, an emotional time because, like, I had one one of the homies got done just going through his look, throwing a temper tantrum or whatnot. So, like, I'm trying to deal with that situation. Kobe passed, so my mind is on my daughter. And then I get this message. I broke down, like, in front of all my boys. I'm like, I'm, I broke down. And then I'm like, man, let me call her. So I'm, I run in the room, call her, trying to figure out what's going on. Like, yo, like, what I do? <laughs> my daughter called me. So it was just like one of them days where I was just oh, like, yeah. what did I do wrong? <laughs> so much going on. Yeah, it was just like, what the heck? Go-? And at that moment, it clicked because it was like, okay, I see what she's talking about. And, like, even when we was at our event, it was just like, dang, I didn't, like, look at it like that. I was just, like, in that, the moment, because it was just like, yo, I ain't never been around anything like yeah. this. Like, I'm just trying to, like, attach myself to everybody in the sense of, like, I'm just trying to soak up gems. So, right. I was just like, I didn't really, like, it didn't register with me until, like, that moment. I'm just like, dang, I did mess up. So, it wasn't really a mess up once we talked about it. It was just like... We had different views, so that was something new for both of us. Right. It was a lot of energy, and then on the last day when we were like going to church and having the worship service, it was like it was a lot of energy in there, and my partner wasn't there. He went off with mm. someone else, and I was like, okay. And then that just gave me more time to think. That makes me emotional. I'm sorry. It gave me more time to think, and I was like, man, I like I really love him. I, <laughs> I want to marry him, but he gotta get together. Like, nah, I, I ain't trying to be at home. By so I wrote him that and then like I had a roommate at the time um my friend and I walked out to in, in the kitchen I was like and I just broke down her and she's like oh my god it's okay and then six months later we were like hey we're getting married so that's so the, that's that, like the turning point yeah. yeah that was like the turning point that's awesome I mean yeah, awesome like to hear the story because behind we were with y'all on that right? conference yeah. it was like and nobody knew we like broke up for like two weeks yeah man that was, that was a huge turning point and then we were still like having meetings weekly, so imagine us oh. being broken up and having to come together. Yeah. Hey, we'd be like, hey, everybody's like, how's everything? Great, it's awesome. fine. That's real. So That's yeah, real. I think the the biggest thing is that y'all were able to take that big challenge and like turn it into victory, mm-hmm. a hey. huge victory. Yeah. Oh my god. Oftentimes, that's where the breakthrough is really going to take place, where you see that wall. So, mm-hmm. either it's going to work or it's not. Yeah, just trying. And now for me, I'm just you know just trying to find that balance because I wear so many hats. So it's just like, Thanks. you know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, business owner. Like it's just like all these different hats. So it's just like okay, when me and her together, I'm husband. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, talk to me. What is real? You know, so. Yeah. yeah, for real. Dang, this is good. Right. So the third question that leads us see, this is a nice, this is a nice little segue, is is your is your partner responsible for your happiness and vice versa? Seventy nine percent said no, and twenty one percent said yes. 
talk about thoughts. it, Queen. <laughs> you always deflecting to me. You answer the question. <laughs> I'm not deflecting. I'll say 50-50. I, okay. You know, I feel like, one, you got to be happy within yourself first. You know, you got to be in a, a position of happiness and stuff like that. And then that person can enhance it even more just, you know, mm-hmm. them doing what they, you know, what they supposed to do, loving you and all that. So I say 50-50. But it, it has to start with yourself first. Because you can't be, you know, in a rut and... <laughs> <laughs> somebody trying to make you happy it's just like it's not gonna work it's not gonna work that's you right know? it's true yeah I would say at most 80-20 okay at most 80-20 I see that or at least oh, at most at most so I think that happiness is my responsibility 100% Correct. like I can't put that burden on her because I think uh, Will Smith he said it in some recent content mm-hmm. happiness it's not pleasure. Happiness is peace. Yeah. You know, nothing's more agitating to the mind than it. just so much intense pleasure. So, mm. when I think about peace, it's something internal. She can't, she can't manipulate that. Mm. You know, it's 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 mine, and she has her own peace. That no circumstance, no person, no influence, if it's truly, if it's truly there, can actually tamper with. And so, mm-hmm. when I think about my happiness, I can't, I will refuse to put that responsibility on her. Mm-hmm. Because, for one, she's human. She's going to drop the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm human. I'll drop the ball. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to keep that peace, I make sure I keep it my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, that's what good. I'm saying. That's good. I, I, <laughs> what else do I say? <laughs> no, I think you guys both hit it on the head. Um... For us, one of our main, I think our main, one of our main philosophies is we, life is a garden, mm-hmm. and we're two separate flowers in it, and we have our own journeys, our own paths, and so when we were created, like, God is going to, my purpose is different from his, individually, mm-hmm. and then we have a collective purpose, things that we have to fulfill together, right. and so in understanding that, I don't look to him to... Like, there's a lot of, we both do a lot of internal work, deep work of, like, who am I, like, getting connected to ourselves, connected with God. And so, sometimes it can happen, though, where you start to look to your partner to, like, dang, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? I don't mm-hmm. feel fulfilled, da, da, da. And that's almost like an indicator to me to, like, okay, I need to shift and look to God or really, yeah, that's what it is, look to God because... Mm-hmm. I'm making him my source. He's mm-hmm. not my source. God is my source. Right. So, um, I word. think it's important, like, you are responsible for your happiness. Now, are there things... But that's not to say, like, you can't do something that makes your partner unhappy. I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like yeah. that because there are... I mean, if you go out and you just sleeping with everybody, you're going to make me yeah. unhappy. Right. Like, yeah. that, that's not your action, right. Right? right? You're not yeah. adding to it, but... Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's, that's good. good. Right. Oh. No, that's good. Um, I'm gonna say I, I see the split, just because it depends on where, you, like you said, where you put your source. Where is your source from? And if your source is more so in your partner than God, then you're gonna be like, well, every time they're gone, I'm not happy, or every time we argue, I'm not happy. It's, it's going to affect you way more yeah. than just being like, I understand they're having a bad day. We'll talk about it later. Or we just talked about it. I don't feel like, oh, this is so much. Um, 
pressure because if they're not happy right now, then I'm not happy. Of course, I don't want to see Joe unhappy. Um, and I'll do everything in my power to be like, you know, give him back joyous. But also, if he's fighting something internally, that's something we that's have good. to talk about. Mm-hmm. Instead of me being like, oh, yeah, well, here's all this stuff that may make you... And what I say is happiness is temporary. Joy is forever. There we go. So I want to make you joyous. I don't want to just make you happy mm-hmm. for that moment. Um, which is something that we... I, I showed them a video of this couple... And they said on Sunday nights, you know, when we all reset, they literally take an hour, phones off, everything, and just sit, like, and talk to each other. So lights off, no kids, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a candle, um, and then they share with each other, like, what was your highlight of the week? Where did you feel like you needed more support for this week? Um, how can I help prepare for the next week, and how can you help me? And then just having that moment and sharing like an affirmation so what I told Joe last week just being transparent is Joe takes on a lot of I feel like I have to fix it Hmm. and I had to let him know like even though we are entering a new stage of parenthood as in like going from the journey and all of this you are a husband, you are a father, but you are Joe first. Mm. You are Joseph first. Like, everything else comes after that. And that's something that we tend to forget about as people, too. Like, I am Ari first. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I am a daughter and a sister and a yeah. aunt and a cousin and all that. Um, so, don't overlook yourself. Mm-hmm. And know that you are enough right where you are. And you're just adding to it, which is making you better, but you're not lacking, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're not, because you're like, oh, well, I didn't do this today as a father. It's okay. Mm. And God hoping we have tomorrow, but it's okay because I appreciate all you did today. Um, And just having that moment. So we end up going past the hour, but it was very relaxing. It was quiet. You know, it was just us. So a lot of times when Joe and I will have time because we are so family oriented and things like that, it'll be a knock on the door. Or it'll be a, hey, can you come here right quick? Or hey, what y'all doing? <laughs> like, okay. So we went into like everybody settled down so we knew there wouldn't be any knocks, yeah. there wouldn't be anything, and just talked. And it was just like, okay, yeah, this, this feels good. And just releasing and knowing like, hey, this is how I was feeling this week and I felt like I didn't have as much help in this area. Okay, well how can... I help for the next week and what are you looking forward for the next week so I feel like that's a start of your foundation for that joy in that week Mm. because then it's like you already know kind of where my wheels are turning and I know where yours are turning so what are we doing to make it better Mm -hmm. so yeah that's good (laughs) that's huge I like that idea see yeah man gotta uh, apply something like that I know the sitting back to back thing was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had so similar to what you just explained. We so the idea was like, um, what did what was I reading? Um, something uh, Love Yanka gave you. The spirit of intimacy. The yeah. something, something something of intimacy. And it was explaining how like you know sometimes having those tense conversations if you're face to face. One person is, is focused on, okay, what their rebuttal is going to be, what they're going to say, or whatever it is. Mm. So we just, well, 
in our case, we took the bed out of the room. A little extreme. <laughs> if you got an extra room with no bed in it, go in there. <laughs> uh, turn the lights off or down. We had some candles, and then we just, like, sat back to back to each other, and we expressed what made us frustrated or whatever. That way, we weren't reading facial expressions because let me tell you something about it. <laughs> if you are talking to me and you getting ready to raise your voice or you looking at me crazy, I'm going to shut it down. I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe we just shouldn't be talking right now. Um, but it was good, though, because we were able to kind of express ourselves without, like, any of us shutting down. I'm a very facial person, so I have no idea what it looks like when I'm expressing myself. It probably looks really wild, but that's okay. I just don't want to see that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. It, it's a good release to say what you have to say in a non- combative or judgmental is that where I'm looking for? Um, yeah, yeah, it's a safe space. I think that's the whole goal. Yeah, it's so easy to read the facial expressions, but you it kind of can block you from what's actually being said. Mm. You know, so gives you a chance to really listen to the heart versus just reading everything. So many yeah. cues, informational cues that you're reading, right. and then is is you're more comfortable because you know somebody's not looking you dead in your eyes. I'll look you dead in your eyes. Her dead in her eyes, and she knows like I'm just reading everything. At least that's what she think anyway. But. <laughs> Um, it gives her that space, you know, it's like, I can really release, so. Mm -hmm. I like it. That's dope. Okay, so the next question was, can being too comfortable kill a relationship? 74% said, of course, 26% said, nah, not really. What do y'all think? You guys want to start on this one, too? I can say, for our relationship... It used to be a few times we used to point out, hey, I feel like you've gotten too comfortable. I'm just saying like that. All right, the real like, deal. I mean, yeah, and I was like, what you mean? Like, you know, like, I'm... But I had to realize, okay, I see what you're talking about. Like, especially when she pointed out the flowers and little stuff like that. And she'd be like, you know, we don't date like we used to. Or we don't, you know, do this, that, and the third like we used to. And she like, I feel like you, you know, you just got comfortable. And I'm... It was like, it's not that. It's just like, you know, we both, you know, working, you know, there's a routine. bunch of stuff going on. So it's just like, we, yeah. we got caught up on being in a routine. Yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. being in a routine so much to the point where it's just like, we didn't have really no time to. And when we did have time to like, you know, spend time with each other because we were so like tired from the week, we just kept knock out, go yeah. to sleep. Like, hey, what you want to go eat? Go pick the food up, come back to the house, eat, watch some TV, and go back to sleep. And that's and that's, that's, what, you gain weight. And that's, that's, <laughs> and that's what that, that was what our routine was. So over time, like we had to get, you know, especially me had to get better with, you know, just you know, besides COVID, like COVID really messed everything up. But even with that, we got you know found a way to like have movie yeah, nights yeah. and. You know, stuff like that, family game night, and just, you know, like, making it a little fun to the point where it's like we're not feeling bored, just even being up in these four walls or, or comfortable or whatnot, so, mm -hmm. right. yeah. That's good. That's real good. What would y'all yeah. say? Nope, you're a man. Yeah, I'm just a man. Uh, um, I definitely, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, for me, just to pick off what you just said, it's so, I mean, I kind of thrive on, like, some stability, some routine, some, mm -hmm. you know. My mind, whenever I'm fixated on the goal, like, 
I'm okay with doing the repetitions to get there. And so she constantly points out to me that it's oh, becoming God. too monotonous. It's becoming too much anything. So yeah. it's really helpful because that really honestly gets me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable for me to stay in that routine. So breaking it and like, all right, well, let me think creatively on how to serve. Let me think creatively on how mm-hmm. to fulfill her needs and stuff. Um, it's uncomfortable, but I appreciate I appreciate the uh, different perspective that V brings mm-hmm. constantly. So um, I think it helps us thrive in the long term. So I what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> and being too comfortable kill a relationship. Yeah, um, like he said, I monotony, same thing. That drives me nuts. I start feeling like I'm in a cartoon, wearing the same thing, doing the same. Like it stresses me out. Um, and I think that you, that also goes back to understanding your partner. Like, what do they need? He thrives off of routine, stability. Uh, he, he just operates like that. So sometimes I have to come off and sacrifice, which is different for me, and put myself in a routine. And then sometimes he has to sacrifice and get himself out of the routine. Um, but I think when you, if you're in a relationship and you're just starting to do the same things over and over, you have to think about how you actually got in that relationship. Were you doing the same thing? No, you were spicing it up. You, you know, you were trying to do different things because you're saying, okay, I'm interested in this person for whatever reason um and so you never want to be in a position where your partner feels like this is mundane because if you're talking about now if we're talking about dating to marry Mm -hmm. right however long three four five six seven Mm -hmm. eight nine ten years is a very short window compared to 30 40 50 Mm -hmm. and so if you're starting to do the same things in that short amount of time, what in the world is a lifetime going to look like with this person? Like, you know, so I think being able to understand and see that early prevents those roadblocks that will come. I mean, you're always going to have things that come, but mm-hmm. if you're in five years and you're just, y'all are just robotic, mm-hmm. baby, let me tell you something. <laughs> 20 years going to be hard. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. That's true, but. Yeah, no, just sitting there. Um, if you know Joe's track record with how we got together, the long, long story of the six years that he kept pursuing me. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Finding something worth Once we got it, yeah, if we started getting one day, it's like, what happened? And, you know, is it not what you thought it was? And he's like, oh, like, and he does. He does express it a lot, like, I love you and stuff like that. But I think. The biggest thing for me is um, people forget that comfortability and being too comfortable can kill your intimacy. And then over time, Mm. you start killing that part that brought y'all together in the first place. And we might as well be friends. Because I'm not intimate with my friends. So if I'm having a conversation with y'all, go get food. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. I tell my friends, hey, I'm going to call you tomorrow. I'm about to go to bed. That's That's real. So having that part and just vulnerability with your partner and just being open to doing spontaneous things um, or being like, hey, I know we usually do this, but let's do this today or, you know, things like that. So even then today, we have our daughter and he had to work 
they had him on work schedule all weekend. And yesterday I was just very transparent. Like, I was like, hey, um, tell him got to get Like, you got to call out. Huh? <laughs> I even talk to somebody. Because as she gets older, I also don't want her to think it's okay for a man to just be in and out. Mm-hmm. Like, I came to spend time with you, but I saw you for like two hours. Right. And granted, he's not just roaming the streets. He has to work. But I was like, when she comes, I wanted her to feel like, okay, I spent time yep. and we did things. And it wasn't just like, okay, go play. And then it's like, oh, well, where's dad? And it's like, oh, he's at work. And then he's at work until you go to sleep. And the next day we're like, okay, you go home in a few hours. And he's like, well, okay. You didn't really <laughs> Like, okay, yeah. I guess. So... Um, just making sure that we have those conversations and do things and look up new things, um, as in like date nights and mm. things like that, or date days, going to the park and just sitting like I have to I have to bring that out of him, okay? Because I in the summertime, Ariana is barefoot. I oh my god, <laughs> outside I am country, okay? Grass, me rooted, sun, me, yeah, that's was, all me. So he, and and from. Like, I had to express to her, it was just like, well, like, all I used to do is just be in the house working on music and that stuff like that, good. just beating on my crap. <laughs> I mean, but it was always, it, it, I always found joy into it, because yeah. it's like, our house used to be the hot spot when we True. were younger. You know, all the kids used to come over there, we used to play football, all kind of stuff, so it's like, as I got older and I started, like, dabbling into, you know, music and, you know, other stuff, it was just like, shoot, I got everything right here you know like mm. why well, I need to go out and you know like I've been do a lot of clubbing and stuff growing up so it's just like shoot man I can create a song the house can be the club like call some homies over like yo let's we turning up like we can record music and all that so it's just like you know I got so used to doing that well when I got to you know me and her started dating it's just like shoot you know like, not going for it yeah, it was a lot right of up. stuff that I thought was more normal for relationships that he was like, I've never done this. Yeah. And I was like, so, so y'all just sitting? That's real. <laughs> Whatever. Like, yeah. so, like, the skincare. Like, that's something I introduced him to. Hair care, I had to introduce him to. Like, taking that moment because he's very loving and talkative in the morning. Sometimes my brain has to literally boot up wake up <laughs> so he's like hey and I'm like can we just sit in silence because I'm trying to connect and that is my way of like meditating I'm sitting there I'm praying doing things like that so I had to explain that but there's a lot like yoga like you didn't do we didn't so you know what I'm saying yeah so man. I was just like man I didn't need stretching I ain't even <laughs> man I ain't even stressful we went out to go play basketball and I'm like, like yoga. yo so it was a uh, lot of new stuff. Yeah. We pull a hamstring. That's it. Game over. <laughs> but you got to like, think. got to go to the crew. talk to Joe and their family and their musical and they've traveled and, you know, they have all these people over and they're so, you're like, that, what? I mean, like, I guess, what? But that was like one of the things that <clears throat> uh, a lot of my friends and stuff didn't do. So it was just like, mm-hmm. hey, oh, y'all can do the club true, yeah. and stuff like that. We traveling, like. You know, yeah. like, it's places, like, my friends never been, like, they haven't been out of, like, South Carolina or North Carolina. Yeah. Like, I've been, you know, everywhere yeah. just about. So, it's just, like, I can honestly say, like, I've, like, um, expand my horizon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. 
in, in a different way than they have. So like I once I get home, it's just like one of them things where I'm just like in my yeah. space, like I'm in 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 my zone. Yeah. And like I said, that was just something I had to like understand, you know, with you in a sense, you know, you're like outgoing, you like to especially during the summertime, it's like shoot, why it's the summertime for me. Like I'm in here working on my craft because in a couple months I'm about to be going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's just like my mind is like going there instead of like going somewhere in you know, the local spot. It's just like that's, so that's what it was. Sure. It's like I'd rather travel than, you know, just go up the street or something like that. No, that's real. Sure. So, I did want to say real quick. Yeah. So, one of, I guess you'll say one of my, one of the inherent fears of breaking out of a routine, you know, uh, is too much spontaneity or too much mm-hmm. variety, sure. you know, where you kind of lose sight of what the real goal is. And honestly, that there, if I had to say there was an inherent fear sometimes of like, man, are we doing it? Is it, is it possible to do too much focusing on the now that you're not focused, that we're not getting to where we actually want to go for the long term? Like you said, I'm in the house because short term I might be outside, but long term I want to travel these mm-hmm. next few months. So like, what are y'all thoughts when it comes to that, when it comes to being in the now but also focusing on the future? Is there a balance there? or I, I think it is. I feel like, you know... I, I, I guess think it, it goes back to black parents. Like, <laughs> most of my friends, but my dad used to tell us, like, our parents, like, we could go, I could spend a night at a friend's house, and that, like, next couple weeks, are like, you just need to sit down and be here. So it's just like, it yeah, is, and plan for what you're going to do and things like that. So I guess you <coughs> need that time to sit down somewhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, recharge. A I, I would say like yeah, it's yeah. like a balance. Like you know, because eventually you don't have to recharge. Like yeah, it's like taking your phone off the charger. Eventually you don't have to put it back on the charger. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like one of the things where it's like yeah, it's cool to you know have your fun, but you know you will have to go. You will have to go to sleep eventually. You know, yeah. you know you gonna have to you know yeah. come and mm-hmm. you know redo it all over again. So. um I, I can see both. I, I can, you know, it, it's a balance, honestly. Like, like I said, I, I think it's a balance. Cause, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, now I, I don't mind going out and you know having fun and stuff like that. But it's like, all right, you know, at the end of the day, like, we prepare to you know for something long term. So it's like, shoot, I can only be out here for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. then heading back to the crib. So it's just like finding that that little good checks and balances. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so oh, we have two more questions. So I was gonna say, I think this is the last one, but so second to last question was, can someone complete another if they aren't complete themselves? So, do you feel like it is a good idea to get into a relationship if you don't feel fully complete yourself as a person? Like you're still very much soul searching, lady. Yeah, that's y'all. That's y'all. Okay. I think. I remember distinctly before Ty and I got together, I was going. So for me, I've always been in relationships where the love was never reciprocated. Like mm-hmm. it just never was. And so back to that source thing, right? I think I was looking at the other person to be the source of things. Well, 
the relationship before him, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Y'all wasting my time. I'm done. And then I had this thought. I was like, B, you don't even know what you like. Like, you don't know what your favorite food is. You don't know where you want to go. So how is it that you expect somebody else to... How is it that you have these expectations? Because what ultimately happens is if you don't have enough firm rooting, then when someone comes into your life, their favorite food becomes your favorite food. Mm -hmm. Their favorite thing to do becomes Mm -hmm. your favorite thing to do. And so what I had to do was like slow down and say, "Eh, I'm not, I'm not going to dinner. I'm not doing any of this. Um, And I took some time, took a couple of months to like, what is it that I like to do? And when I got to the point where I was no longer searching for someone to come in and reciprocate love to me because I could reciprocate the love to myself, Mm. that changed the game. Um, Then it opened the door for us to actually start dating because it was like, (laughs) you ain't going to take me to eat. I'll take myself to eat. I got it in my bank account. Like your purpose is for something completely outside of that. You're here to compliment me, not to complete. And so when I understood that, that changed, it, it, it changed a lot more for me. Um, so yeah, I think that answered the question. I hope so. I think I'm going to leave that one right there. I think we're going to mic drop right there. God <laughs> damn. Sheesh Louise. She was out here dropping. Yeah. That's real though, for real. That's she what you have to go through. Because I had to go through a season where I just, yeah. Ooh, sheesh. Okay. <laughs> So, the last question was, should courting and dating stop happening so frequently once you make it official? So, once you get married, once you call them your boo, your your girl, your man, whatever. So, 9% said yes, duh. And 91% said no, not at all. What are your thoughts? Not yes, duh. Jesus. I put that because I thought it was going to be 100%. I I messed myself up with that one, all right? If I'm being transparent, I hadn't dated mm. before. B. Like I had been in relationships, but we never went on they dates. Go places. That's I what I'm saying. I, 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 come to the house. Yeah, come to the house. <laughs> come to the house. All the time. Come That's to the it. crib. Yeah, just hang out. Netflix and chill. Like, come to the crib. Shoot, watch me in my element. <laughs> like, I want you here, but not here. Like, I'm playing the game, but then we can cuddle later. So your presence is just needed. Yeah. I, we didn't date. Cause Y'all were just focused on this just, sheet. Right. It, it was just one of the things also. The it, was, it was just also one of the things as well that, you know, they didn't have much to offer, offer to me in the sense of, like, yeah, like evolve, like elevating me or whatnot. Because mm. it would have been different if they was just like, yeah, well, shoot, let, let's go do something. I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I wouldn't, you know, be used to it, but it's just like, all right, cool. <laughs> but it was just like, they come to the crib and it was just like that same routine. So it was just like, the relationship never lasted that long. It, we got bored with each other. It was just like, yeah, we're just hunting. Pretty much. Pretty much. We just oh shaking. It was just like one of the things where it was just like, all right, cool. Like, and then once I started getting into like acting and stuff like that, it was just like, hey, whatever female I, you know, I'm with next time, like they have to be where I'm at or going somewhere like higher than where where I'm going. Cause it's like I'm on the road t- just about every day at this mm. point in time. Like I can't like 
be solely focused on you, and, you know, yeah, focus on you and chasing my dream as well, and you at the crib. Yeah. So it's just like I got to know, like, yo, you hustling too. Oh, boy, so yeah, like we never dated, but. She came into my life and we started dating and stuff like that. And I was just like, shoot, I ain't, you know, I ain't used to this. Oh, because hoops. Because I went through that phase. Oh, Ariana know herself now. Yeah. So what, what's up? What you yeah. bringing? Yeah, like you can't she, come like they used to come. She's what like, you I doing? I want you to dress up and So are we going that. on dates? Like, Where are we going? write me. How you feeling? <laughs> How my niece and nephew feel around you? Because, you know, kids know. Yes. My nephew loved him. So I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's, that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so critical. Doing. So, yeah. I feel like it should not stop. I think that's where it ends. You're basically like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I don't find the need to keep it going. Because, and like you referenced Will Smith, he had said earlier, like, everybody keeps evolving. So your partner's not going to be the same version of themselves that you met. Yeah. Even though you loved that version. You'll continue to love them because you both are continuing to evolve together in that moment. So, if we stopped, how do I know what you're liking and what you're disliking? Like, you could have liked something years ago that you don't like anymore. You're like, oh, I really don't find interest in that. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, I really like this though. Okay, well, let's give it a try. You know what I'm saying? Constantly so, changing. Yeah. So, if the courting, learning your partner, like you did when you were trying to pursue them and, you know, get to know them and get to the Netflix and chill stage, okay, how are you going to, you know, get there? So, it was a lot of going back to the draw board for Joe and I, even in that moment when we shared that we split for a little bit, and, okay, what did we stop doing? Where did it disconnect? Like, did we let too much of our work get into it and we kind of just were like, well, we'll know you'll be here when you get home. Right. And it's just like, that's not fair to yourself or them. Mm-hmm. So having to go back to that. So I feel like if you stop dating and you stop going out, and I feel like people are always feeling like dating means you have to leave the house. Um, but dating can mean like, hey, <laughs> let's cook together. Right. <laughs> let's cook together. Let's have a game night. Let's do something different instead of just sit on the bed and you're on your phone, I'm on my phone. And it's like, all right, good night, love you. Or let's have some naughty time then. Good night, I love you. that routine too but it also shows that you both are dedicated to giving your partner time because to other people if you always moved stuff for them and you never did anything for your partner you're like okay so hearing somebody say like hey can we plan a different time I have date night with my significant other and you're like oh snap and especially for someone that's looking for that guidance or you don't know people watching you they're looking like what are they doing differently and then they hear you say that like oh we don't do that maybe we should try that and then you could change somebody's whole path unintentionally for their relationship just being you yeah and i mean honestly even in your very own relationship yeah so for us like back in november we kind of hit like a real dip Mm -hmm. you know like a real gap in our understanding um but then we came together and we were able to actually understand that, hey, we have two different needs. Mm-hmm. So my need is to build, provide, 
create that future that I put my word on, mm-hmm. right? And she has uh, needs when it comes to quality time and stuff like that. Right. And she had been pouring into my needs, building, helping, all that. But I hadn't realized I wasn't pouring into her needs. Mm-hmm. And so once we set that date night, we've been doing it for, what, two months now? Probably two months. Man, it's made a world of difference. Every Thursday, boom. And it's mm-hmm. like... It comes at the perfect time to refill that that love tank. Mm-hmm. So, date night is super essential if you thinking about the longevity for sure. That's true. Mm-hmm. So. I'll say in terms of like first, we gotta understand what courting is. We mm-hmm. had this conversation at dinner. That's the major. I don't think people know that courting, dating, those may be two different things. Mm-hmm. Like someone could say, I've been dating people and. That could mean that they see multiple people in that mm-hmm. space of time. That could mean that they only see one person. Um, and courtship is really an old term, but it's mm-hmm. being romantically involved with someone with the intention to marry. But to mm-hmm. your point of your question, it doesn't stop after that. And I think you kind of hinted on it earlier. Like, before you get with someone, that person becomes your goal. Mm-hmm. Men are goal-oriented. That's your goal. Shoot your goal. You got her. <laughs> She's going to evolve. And so mm-hmm. if you stop making her your goal, then your relationship is going to be stifled. Like mm-hmm. you just, mm-hmm. you're going to be in the same spot you were. Um, and that's not a good place to be. So I think that in terms of like courting, dating, you constantly have to shift your goal with your partner. You constantly got to see where they are and see where you want to grow with that person. Like, mm-hmm. man, okay, we're doing date nights every Thursday but are these date nights going to evolve into something more intentional are we going to dream build in our date night and do something that's spontaneous like kind of foodie whatever Mm -hmm. it is like maybe Mm -hmm. we can dream build to fill his tank in the date night and get food to fill my tank in the date night like is it going to evolve um that's huge so don't let it you know just kind of stay the same because again just because we have date night every week it could become routine true and then is our courtship being keep switching it up. <laughs> well, I, I say you gotta keep switching yeah. it up. Well, oh. definitely. I feel like there was a lot of good information in this. And like I told Alavianca and she came last week, um, we never know who's gonna listen and needs that mm-hmm. in the time. So I feel like this season, I wanted to be very intentional because last season, even though it's intentional, it was, you know, making sure that you're self-motivated, that you have those, just having conversations. But the more intention that we bring to a conversation, no matter if somebody listens to this two years from now, it's still where they needed it in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for Thank having you us. This is good. Hopefully it serves somebody. Yes. So go ahead. Shameless plug yourself in. Yep. So <laughs> I have a um, handmade jewelry company. It's called Raw Earth Jewelry. You can go to www.rawearthjewelry.com or you can check out the Instagram page, raw.earthjewelry, <laughs> I think. I don't know. You edit it out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shouting out the English. <laughs> okay, cool. You want to... Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Tyree. I go by Agape. Um, typically, not in this season of life. I'm typically known for like creating some paintings and things of that nature. Yes. Um, 
but you can follow me at Agape, so that's A G A P E, period, with two underscores. Gotcha. Follow me at underscore J Darby. I'm the handsome guy that's uh, in the picture. Ha <laughs> <sighs> Go ahead, babe. Follow J Darby for graphic designs. <laughs> he also he also makes music, so please take a listen. And to I'm an actor as well. Please, yes, yeah. reach out for projects and things like that. If you kind of raunchy though, and I'm saying this because it's my podcast, don't reach out to my man, okay? Because yeah. I because I do not play. Man. I do not play about my husband. Y'all better ask about me, okay? Because yeah. period. God is in me, but okay, he better be with you too, because don't reach out if you're wrong, I'm not playing. Okay, so <laughs> going back to B, her IG page is rawearth.jewelry on Instagram. Go check her out. And my personal page is at underscore underscore B-E-R-A-W, that's B-Raw. Yes. You can follow for motivational content, yeah. real life stuff. X. Yep. So Relations. follow them because they post the most beautiful heart wrenching <laughs> videos that make you just feel so warm inside. Okay. So definitely uh, give them a shout. As always, you know, I'm a shameless plug for all of my people. So follow me at AE The Mermaid. My page is private right now because someone tried to hack me last week. So, send me a request, um, and I will, of course, accept it, but yeah, I just want to say, COVID has taught us a lot, but it did not stop anything, it just made us progress more, so we're going to keep on chugging y'all, we're going to keep on swimming, mermaids, and we will talk to you next week, we love y'all. Peace! So thank you for tuning in to episode 2 of season 2 of the Motivated Mermaid podcast. As we said, thank you again to my wonderful guests for this week, Bianca and Tyree. If you want to give them a follow, Bianca, as she said, her personal page is underscore underscore B-E-R-A-W, which is B-Raw, so underscore underscore B-Raw. And Tyree, as he said, it is A-G-A-P-E dot underscore underscore agape dot underscore underscore and as she said her unique handmade crystal and wire jewelry line on instagram is raw earth dot jewelry um and if you don't have an instagram or you want to check out the website just fully it is raw so listen you guys another great week with some awesome people in our lives and i just love having guests i love being able to include people um i can't promise that every episode will have guests this season but i do want to jam pack it as much as possible just because there's so many gems that have been dropped even since we're just starting and i'm so excited to keep that momentum up and show you what's coming next as i was telling um, my guests yesterday just i feel there's a change coming there's a shift whether it be a new opportunity whether it be something that we're cleansing um and a lot of times we get too comfortable in places and we're like oh okay well i'll just stay here for now and 
will be forced out of that into something even better and it may not seem like that in the moment but definitely definitely a lot of good things are coming I feel it it's building up and I'm so ready for it so I want to receive all the great vibrations and energy and I the same for you all again thank you to my wonderful guests thank you Bianca thank you Tyree and thank you to my wonderful uh, significant other and soulmate Joseph for being on episode 2 of the Motivated Mermaid podcast I can't wait for next week you guys I have a little little something but I am excited for next week's guest and I can't wait for you to hear from them too I love you guys Let's conquer the week. Happy Monday, and I will talk to you soon.